Our message today comes from Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 6 and 7. We're going to start reading in chapter 7, verses 24. The Bible says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, those three chapters together is known as the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus, in those three chapters, was teaching and preaching to the, to the multitudes. And we have the record of it here in Matthew. And Jesus is closing His sermon. He's, he's wrapping up His teachings. And He says, or He's teaching, that look, what I've just said to you. He said, these sayings of mine that I've just spent all this time giving you. He says, if you will obey them, you will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. We all know that you don't build a house on sand. You build your house on something that's solid. Because if you build your house on sand, it washes away and your house falls. And God is saying, it is a foolish man that builds his house on sand. It's a wise man that builds his house on the rock. And what God is telling us here, what Jesus is teaching us, He's saying, look, you'll be a wise man if you'll build your life on what I have told you. If you'll spend your life focused on what I've taught and obeying it, you'll build something that will last. And that's the title of my message today is Built to Last. You can build a life that lasts. You can build a life that will reward you for eternity. You can be like the wise man and build something that does not fall. Don't be like the foolish. I'm going to give you today some lessons from chapter number 6 of Matthew. I'm going to go into what Jesus taught here, and I want to show you some of the sayings that He gave on which we need to obey so that we can be like the wise man who builds his house on the rock. <clears throat> we'll see how far we get today. This is going to be a, a two-part message this week and next message next week. So we're going to see if we can't give you at least four or five things today from Matthew chapter 6. Number one, let's go to Matthew 6 verse 1. The Bible says, Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them, Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. 
Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. Alms is giving. It is merciful giving. It is, it is those who have giving to those in need. And God says when you do your alms, He doesn't say if you do your alms. And what I want to focus on here in point number one is that if we're going to build a life that is following the sayings of Christ, if we're going to live like the wise man, if we're going to build to last, then we have to be givers. You cannot build a life that lasts unless you give. Give of yourself. Give of your riches. Give of your wealth. If you do not give, then you cannot build to last. If you're not a giver, you cannot be like the wise man who built his house upon a rock. Selfishness and greed and self-promotion will not get you to the place of building on the rock. You have to be a giver. And I would like to just encourage you today very simply and very briefly, make sure you're giving. Giving like the Bible teaches here, giving to those in need, but also paying tithes and offerings to a local church that preaches and teaches the truth of Jesus Christ. Be a part of being obedient in your giving because if you're going to build a life that lasts, you need to be a giver. Number two, don't seek the glory of men. It says here in verse number two that when thou doest thine alms, don't sound a trumpet. Don't take a musical instrument and blow it to get everybody's attention to say, look what I'm doing. Look what I gave. Look how much I put in the offering. Look what I did for that poor person. Don't do your giving that you may receive glory for it. The idea of glory is a reward. It's praise. It's people saying to you, oh, you have done well. We should never give simply because we want men to speak well of us. Because that's the wrong motivation for giving. We should not build a life that is seeking the glory of man, but we should seek the glory of God. We should seek to please God. And if we do that, we will be glorified by God and we will build a life that lasts. We will build a life that pleases God and we have His blessings on our life and we will be protected from the storms that life will bring our way. And we will build on a rock and have something to show when we stand before God. Do not live your life seeking the glory of men. Some seek glory in giving. Others seek glory in prayer. 
The Bible says in Matthew 6, 5, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. The Bible tells us here that some of these people, they would pray in the street. They would pray uh, openly in the congregation, wanting to be seen, wanting to be recognized, wanting to be praised because of their prayers. God says, don't do that. Don't seek the glory of men. Sometimes people come to our church and they say, oh, you people don't pray. You I don't see you shouting and, and praying loudly. and I, I don't see that. You, you're not people of prayer. Well, the Bible doesn't tell us to do that. The Bible tells us to enter into our closet and to pray to our Father. And our Father will see in secret and He will reward us openly. I'm not to make a show of prayer. I'm not to make a show of giving. But I'm to be a giver and I'm to be a person of prayer. And if I do those things, I'll build a life that will last. And I'll have God's blessings. And I'll be like that wise man who built his house on a rock. Number three. If we're going to build a life to last. Look in Matthew 6. In chapter number 14. I'm sorry, verse number 14 and 15. The Bible says this, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Number one, if we're going to build a life that lasts, we need to learn to give. Number two, we need to learn that we should not live our life seeking the glory of man. Number three, we need to learn to forgive. God said here that if you don't forgive others, I'm not going to forgive you. What's that mean? Well, that means we have a relationship with God. He's not just our Father, but He wants to be our friend. And He wants to bless us. But God says to us, look, you want my blessings? Then you've got to be willing to do what I do. You've got to be willing to forgive. And you're coming to me, and you want to be close to me. You want me to overlook your sin and put your sin aside and allow you to be close to me, but you're not forgiving your brother. There are people who have sought forgiveness from you, and you won't forgive them. And God says, if you won't forgive others, then I'm not going to allow you to be close to me. I'm not going to forgive you. The word forgive means to put something away. God says, I'm not going to put away what you've done and allow you to have fellowship, close fellowship with me, unless you're willing to put away what others have done to you and allow them to redeem the relationship they have with you. It's the way it works, folks. If you want to have a life 
that's built to last, you've got to be close to God. And you got, in order to do that, you've got to be willing to forgive other people. Because if you won't forgive, God will not forgive you. Meaning, He won't put away the things you've done against Him and allow you to have close fellowship. Now, your sins are forgiven as far as whether you go to heaven. God has covered them with the blood of Jesus Christ. He won't hold them against you. You have been redeemed from all things. But if you want to have fellowship with God, if you want to have the kind of life that's going to be rewarding, then you've got to be willing to forgive other people. That's what Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15 is teaching us. Number four, if you want to build a life that lasts, look in Matthew chapter 6. We're going to look at several verses here. We're going to see some things that these verses have in common. And I'm not going to read all of the verses, but I want you to see a phrase that keeps coming up. Matthew 6, verse 25, the Bible says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Verse number 27, Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Verse 28, and why take ye thought for raiment? Verse number 30, at the end of the verse. Well, let's read the whole verse. The Bible says, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall He not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Verse 31, Therefore take no thought. Look in verse 34. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. What does it mean to take thought? To take something is to claim it. Okay, Thought is what goes on in your mind. What God is referring to here is He's saying, He's talking about worry. He's talking about fretting about something. Something gets on your mind, it gets in your thoughts, and it's just bothering you. And you can't get it out of your mind. We say sometimes, oh, my mind is filled with, or my, my thoughts are filled with this. And it's typically not a good thing. We're worrying. And God says, don't worry. Don't worry. He said, don't be of little faith. Trust me. I'll meet your needs. I'll take care of you. You don't need to worry. I promised you that I would meet your needs. I promised you that I'd take care of you. And if you're going to build a life that lasts, if you're going to build a life that glorifies God and brings reward to you, then you cannot go through life worrying. you got to go through life trusting your father. You've got to go through life trusting that God will give you what you need. Sometimes we worry about things we don't need. We fret over things we want instead of trusting God to meet our needs. Don't go through life worrying and fretting because that's not building on the rock like the wise man. That will not build a life that will last 
and that will bring eternal reward to you in heaven. Number five, I said number one, you're going to build a life to last, you've got to learn to give. I said number two, don't seek the glory of men. Don't make the praise of men your life's work. Number three, got to learn to forgive. Number four, can't live a life of worry and fretting. And number five, if you want to live a life that lasts, you want to build a life that lasts, you got to seek His kingdom. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Nothing in this world will last. We're talking about building a life that will last. Building on the rock. Nothing in this life will last. And you have to understand that. So if you're building your life, if you're living your life for the things of this world, if you're living your life for the money and the houses and the cars and the clothes and the reputation of this world, then you are not building to last. Because the things of this world will all go away. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 5, Wilt thou set thine eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward heaven. The Bible says the riches of this world, they fly away. You can't catch them. They will escape you. They will disappear. When you die, you're not taking this body with you. You're not taking your house with you. You're not taking your car with you. You're not taking your bank account with you. You're not taking your retirement with you. You're going to go and you're going to stand before God and the only thing you're going to have to show is what you did for Him. And so if you're going to build a life that truly lasts, for eternity that reaps reward for you throughout eternity, then you're going to have to seek His kingdom. You're going to have to seek His righteousness. You're going to have to live for things that are eternal, not live for the things of this world. Don't misunderstand me. We have to have raiment. We have to have clothing. We have to have food to eat. God said in this passage, he will provide those things for you. Don't make that the focus and the point for which you live your life. But live your life seeking His kingdom and His righteousness. When you go to work this week, you should not go to work only having in mind making a living, making money to pay for what you need. But you should go to work saying, I represent Christ. And I'm seeking His kingdom this week. That means the way I work and what I do, I want to be a good example to those around me. I want to speak well and so that others will see Christ in me. I don't want to go to work just to make money to pay for food and pay for school bills, but I want to go to work and keep in mind that God is watching me. Others are watching me, and I must do what is right. I must seek His righteousness and seek His kingdom and seek to live my life in such a way 
that when I stand before God, the works that I have done will last. They will endure the fiery trial of God's judgment. And He will reward me in such a way that I won't be glad just because I missed hell, but I'll be glad because I have rewards in heaven. I built a life that will last. That's what the wise man does. The wise man doesn't live solely for the things of this world. He doesn't live his life taking and taking and taking and taking, but he lives his life to give. He lives his life to forgive. He lives his life seeking God's kingdom. He doesn't live his life worrying about the things of this world, but he lives his life trusting that his God will meet his needs because he's busy seeking God's righteousness and God's kingdom. And he doesn't live his life looking for the praise and the honor of man. And that will come when you do well. There will be people who give you praise and honor, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not the purpose of your life. The purpose of your life is to bring honor and glory unto Him. Build a life that will last. Jesus Christ gave us the truths we need to know. Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. And I've given you five of those things today from Matthew chapter 6 that you need to do to build a life that will last. So you can be like that wise man who built his house on the rock and not like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. I hope you've been helped by today's message. We'd like to hear from you. We love it when we get comments from you. It costs a lot of money to be on this program. That money doesn't come from us. We have to pray and God gives it to us. And we'd like to know that it's worth it to be on this program. We'd like to hear from you. We'd like to know how we've helped you. We'd like to know if we can do anything else to help you. Please contact us on our WhatsApp line or one of our social media platforms. Or come visit us in Boshane, Kumasi. We're just past the Boshane Market on the right with a big signboard. We'd like for you to come and be a part of our church here in Kamasi. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. We'll see you next week for part two of Built to Last.